Okay, so when we have a series B or a series C and onwards with every round, there tends to be a lot more financial data and match tricks as we go throughout, like later on in the routes, right? So like if we are in the pre-seed investment and with the seed investment as a venture capitalist, you really like, you have to do things beyond just looking at the numbers. Because if you go to someone who's raising money on a PC round and it's just an idea and well, how do you know, like you can't just look at their balance sheet, you can't look at their bank account and make judgments off of that because it's really just an idea. When Mark Zuckerberg started Facebook, which is now Meta, he got the initial investment from Peter Thiel. They weren't making money, right? They were losing money. But here's the thing. These investors are sometimes not betting on the actual, I, um, they're betting on the, the founder and they're also, they're, they're betting on the investment to what they're making money, right? When they're losing, they're still able to get a $5 million valuation because Peter Thiel understood the importance of overlooking the basic financials. And instead of focusing on the team, he focused on the idea, on the strategy to build this into a multi-billion dollar company, okay? But as we go through like Series B, Series C, Series, and we... You can see, you can start to really look at financials of a company and say, okay, well, you now have some money coming in and this is the company burn. What, what are you burning? What are you using? Hopefully you can get closer towards profitability as you go throughout and you get down to like series D or series E and hopefully at some point there is an IPO or, you know, some sale of some sort, as many of founders, that's their goal to exit, to sell, um, or to make it into an IPO. So these are the stages of venture capital. Sometimes you'll see people like skip on some of these and go like straight to a seed round, or they'll like skip one and they'll do a bridge round in between them, but like then like they're in a formal round. So, you know, it's, it's, it's all about what is necessary to get to where you want to go. And now let's talk about dilution. You know, this is really important thing to understand here because most people don't think about this, which is absurd, but you absolutely need to know at every round that is raised for your startup, you end up getting diluted, right? Because you're bringing on new investors and you're giving away some of your shares to these new investors. In some cases, okay, it's 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 okay, right? Let's say that you own 10% of a company at the pre-seed level as a venture capitalist, right? You own 10% of the company. You invest $500,000 at a $5 million valuation, right? And now if that company goes and raises a new round, with every new round, it tends to be somewhere between like 15 and 20% dilution because that's typically how much it is going to be given to new investors on every new round, right? So if you own 10 of the company, but now we're bringing in new investors on the next round, you might only own 8% of the company unless you continuously follow up every round, continuously investing money into which sometimes we tend to do really, it's dependent on the funds. So you do get watered down 
and you do get diluted over time when if you're investing if it's in pre-seed and you know you own 10% and you never follow up on any of those other rounds by the time you get to like a series C a series D or E you know you're like having an IPO you might only own 3% or 5 4% of the company instead of 10% of the company that you initially bought on the first round so yes there's so many different little things to this because it gets watered down every single time you per on the percent of the company because you get watered down every single time. You have to, you know, you just can't just leave it alone, leave it there every single time. You don't have to, you know, try to fight and keep your equity, but that means you're going to have to continue to put in money every round and keep upping the ante basically to retain the equity that you had from the first round that you get into okay and that's where it goes from founder um and it goes from founder to like being owned by your stakeholders and this happens all the time you know like founders they start owning 100 percent of their company but by the time they get to the late round you know series d or later they might have you know only 30 percent stake in the company but the goal here is that with every new round you're raising a much higher valuation that it doesn't really matter like you're still gaining anyway so if you own 10 and then the next one you'll own 8% but the value of the company is 10x well you still have a much higher gain right so that's why a lot of people don't complain about it but you want to be aware of it there's even cases where like founders will get kicked out of companies because they don't own enough like when they started off owning and you know like Steve Jobs happened to him in the 90s somebody you know he got kicked out of Apple right because they fired him it was his company that he started but he because he owned less stock than half of it and didn't have all the voting rights and people teamed up against him and just something to be aware of in the world of venture capital that this might happen in investing into pre-seed valuations it's going to dilute and it's going to you know be aware that some some things like these do happen okay so we're talking about these things and so I am so glad that you guys joined me on today's episode thank you so much for tuning in today tuning in and lending me your ears guys please make sure to leave me a review on this episode share it with your friends get involved listen up and please come and join me on social media i am christina the meta maven and you can listen to this platform on all platforms that you listen to all right guys thanks so much peace and love